Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers brought in somebody for training camp and we got a little more detail on the Marcus Saul situation, plus a clarification from yesterday's show. So really quickly, yesterday in the show, I relayed a tweet that was uh, that wasn't quite right. I said that uh, according to that tweet, Rich Paul was telling other agents that uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James were going to play the five and the four respectively. Uh, it turns out that he was actually telling that to other league personnel, which does kind of change a couple things, right? Like agents lying to each other, not all that out of the ordinary. Uh, agents lying to other teams, not necessarily out of the ordinary, right? But but uh, it's it's I would imagine it's a little more frowned upon than agents lying to each other. So that makes this report a little more trustworthy, I would say. Uh, again, not taking anything from Jake Fisher, he's just relaying information. But if you're if you're looking for optimism on this report, this helps you a little bit. Other than that, not much to add. In other news, the Lakers, according to Jovan Buha of The Athletic, added Cam Oliver. Uh, they signed him via Exhibit 10 contract, basically a, a, a training camp invite. He played for the Houston Rockets last year, averaging 10.8 points and 5.2 boards uh, while shooting 19 of 33 from the field. Uh, he was playing out there basically as the, <laughs> as the team was just trying to keep a a enough guys out there on the court to not forfeit uh but still he made i would say a, a pretty good showing from that opportunity he obviously comes here after being undrafted coming out of nevada so yeah he's basically if you're, if you're trying to figure out what he is he's a center and a wings body is how we would describe him a lot like Devonte kaycock uh, this is somebody who I would imagine is going to be playing on the South Bay Lakers uh, fairly often. I don't know if I would predict that he makes the major roster, the, the, the Lakers roster, because of a somewhat fr uh, crowded front court, especially at the center spot. Uh, but still, it's a training camp invite. He's the kind of guy who I think whenever the La whenever Lakers fans actually do get to watch him, will enjoy watching him play, really plays his heart out out there, uh, and, and will be a fun addition to training camp. Dan Wojcicki of the LA Times uh, has a little more to add to this Marcus All Lakers melodrama. This is what he had to write. Quote, The situation by the end of the season was toxic enough that multiple people with the Lakers felt like Gasol was undoubtedly on his way out following the end-of-season end of meetings. It's why there were those who didn't believe it when Gasol said he planned on being back with the Lakers during a rough Olympics run with the Spanish national team. Now it's likely Gasol will join a team in Spain to continue his career, end quote. So, yeah, I, I again, not all that surprising. I don't think either side of this equation was really interested in, in giving it another run. Uh, things just didn't work out. Now, who is responsible for that? Marcus Saul wasn't in particularly great shape. Uh, he, unfortunately, on top of that, got sick, and that really took his legs away and was just never really himself over the course of the season for, for a sustainable period of time. Had flashes, certainly. I really liked the pairing with him and LeBron, 
But overall, and as you would expect, being as seeing as this was the last NBA team he ever played for, he wasn't as productive as as maybe people thought heading into the relationship. On the other side of things, I thought the Lakers really kind of screwed the pooch here too, right? Where uh, they bring him in and they play. He plays pretty well with LeBron. It's a very natural fit. Uh, but for whatever reason, the Lakers, not just it's not just that they brought another center in over the course of the season. Remember, Gasol got sick. They needed bodies. Initially, it was Damian Jones, and then they let Jones walk to not only sign Andre Drummond, but promise him the role that Mark Gasol was playing, which obviously ruffled Gasol's feathers, and the relationship was never really saved from that point on. And you know, this is just how things turned out. Unfortunately, uh, it's it's a tough end of the re- relationship, not just with Mark and the Lakers, but the Gasol family in the Lakers, right? At the end of Powell's tenure with uh, the Lakers wasn't exactly ideal either. So, and, and look, more often than not, parting of the ways when it comes to professional athletes and, and teams isn't always a particularly amicable. But at the end of the day, it's really kind of a bummer to see a great Laker family treated the way that the Gasols were traded uh, at the end of both of their times here, or throughout, in, in Mark's case, the, the entirety of his time as a Laker. Regardless, we all got to move on. All right, that's going to do it here for the Lakers Lowdown for this week's editions of Lakers Lowdowns. Uh, a couple of things that I want you to keep an eye out for. One, Harrison and I... A previewed Taylor Horton Tucker season on yesterday's Lakers Lounge. And then later today, Aaron Larsoul and I are going to record and release the very first edition of The Hook. Now, it is not going to be completely Lakers-centric. We are going to talk about other things going on around the NBA, but we are going to try to relate those things to the Lakers to discuss how they might affect where the team that we all root for currently stands so again lakers lounge yesterday the hook later today and then as always check out silverscreenroll.com for all kinds of good stuff so until later today or next week i'm anthony irwin saying have a great day